0: Zephaniah chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. Woe to her who is rebellious and defiled, the oppressing city. She listens to no voice. She accepts no correction. She does not trust in the Lord. She does not draw near to her God. Her officials within her are roaring lions. Her judges are evening wolves that leave nothing till the morning. Her prophets are fickle, treacherous men. Her priests profane what is holy. They do violence to the law. The Lord within her is righteous. He does no injustice. Every morning he shows forth his justice. Each dawn he does not fail, but the unjust knows no shame. I have cut off nations. Their battlements are in ruins. I have laid waste their streets so that no one walks in them. Their cities have been made desolate without a man, without an inhabitant. I said, surely you will fear me you will accept correction. Then your dwelling would not be cut off according to all that I've appointed against you, but all the more they were eager to make their deeds corrupt. Therefore, wait for me, declares the Lord, for the day when I rise up to seize the prey, for my decision is to gather nations, to assemble kingdoms, to pour out upon them my indignation, all my burning anger. For in the fire of my jealousy
1: all the earth shall be consumed this is the word of the lord thanks be to god so many passages came to mind as you were reading this will um i'm going through acts with our young adults on Mm -hmm. tuesday nights and um i was reading ahead from where we're teaching and you get stephen's famous sermon slash speech in acts chapter 7 And he talks about the abuse that the leaders of Israel gave to God's own prophets. Mm, Yeah. And then you think about in the revelation that John received, that the earth is consumed in fire and all the nations are gathered together, uh, in Israel and there's this great battle and Jesus comes and ends the world and restarts it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you see, uh, the the woes and laments that isaiah had um the woes and laments that jeremiah had i mean you just see it all coming together here where man the world is really broken Mm, yeah and and there's two judgments going on here there's jerusalem which is the epicenter of god revealing himself jerusalem's like i mean it's the it's the epicenter of God saying, I'm going to show myself to the world uh, through th- the temple. I'm going to show myself to the world through my son being uh, crucified there and risen again. I'm going to show myself to the world all the way back to Abraham and Isaac. That's where they go to 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 sacrifice Isaac, and then the Lord delivers Isaac. Like So there's a judgment on the epicenter of spirituality, mm. and there's a judgment on all the secular nations. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the reason the judgment falls on everyone in this really special place goes back to chapter 2 and that is the pride that has blinded the eyes and the men uh, of the men of the world and the women of the world for ages and ages and ages. And the pride goes back to that story of Babel. Let's mm. build a tower cuz we can do anything we want. Yeah. God can't stop us. Yeah. And so the Lord comes with his judgment um like he judges uh the all the nations uh their battlements will be in ruin he's going to lay to waste their streets that no one can walk in them like the lord is going to right all the wrongs Mm. yeah this is such a, a powerful
0: indictment and i think it's really important to to view ourselves you know it's it's easy to read scripture through this, you know, we're kind of sitting safely on the shelf away from the action. And it's important to see that, you know, through our, our own words and actions, we are a part of this rebellious city. We are the rebellious city. And I I was just, you know, reading through these and and writing out a few like diagnostic questions as it lists off this indictment she listens to no voice she accepts no correction Mm. and so forth and i'm just gonna like rattle off these questions because i could very quickly begin to see myself clearly in this portrait yeah but questions like do you seek the wisdom of others do you accept correction does your life reflect a trust in the lord do you draw near to god Daily are you aggressive for selfish gain? are you fickle, constantly changing your the pursuit of your heart? Do you profane what is holy? Do you honor and uphold the mm. laws of God? and that's just going line through line and kind of putting it in question form. but I I begin to feel the weight of this passage really quickly when I when I think of it in those terms mm. and then, Zephaniah cuts in verse five after after this really heavy indictment. He he cuts to the Lord within her is righteous. He does no injustice, and, and he he is really bringing out here a strong contrast of the sinful wickedness of man and the the righteousness of God. And then the Lord speaks, and, and it's a grave word. It's it's his. Heated justice against wicked doers and, and, and sinful, oppressive men. And then he calls to his remnant in verse 8, therefore wait for me, declares mm-hmm. the Lord. And, and I think that that is really stirring is for, for those who are like chapter 2 commends, for those who are seeking righteousness and humility the call here is not to take matters into their own hands or, you know, to, right. to lay the hammer of the law, but it's to wait for the Lord's justice. And, you know, it, it kind of makes me think of Psalm 73 where this psalmist is just perplexed about the prosperity of the wicked. And then he, he reaches, he works through this, conclusion where he says truly you've set them in slippery places you make them fall to ruin and, and um it's it, it irks me that this stops right before verse nine which is just where know, zephaniah you can't, you can't get into it yet i know but it's like we're looking at the bud of the flower and we're we're at this really interesting crossroads where it's like oh shoot like i'm guilty I don't always seek righteousness or humility. I I don't always you know uphold the law of God, but I want to be in this remnant. And the Lord is is about to come with with a, a really beautiful promise.
1: Tomorrow. That's right. That's right. But not right now. <laughs> not right now. Not right now. Yeah. So you know we do want to read scripture as a whole. Yeah. 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 But to to just kind of break down this. This passage, I do think you have done a good job asking those questions, especially in the opening verses. Um, and you know, d- does she listen to a voice of wisdom and, and accept correction? Um, does she trust in the Lord? Does she draw near to her God? I think that's all. Those are great questions to statements in the in the passage. You turn into questions. To me, though, this is super important. And. I, I am copying what Jesus said in the summer on the Mount. I think it's really important to take our walk with the Lord one day at a time.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: If I were to forecast the rest of my life, I would feel very defeated. Mm-hmm. There's no way I can walk with the Lord, you know, 10 years from now, stronger than I am now, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's easy to like, yeah. to, to, to talk yourself down. Yeah. Let's just, let's just go with today. Yeah. Today, if the Lord's grace is at work in your life, if you are a born-again believer and you have the Holy Spirit in you, by God's power, you can walk with him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And today's the only day we get to do anything about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So today, am I willing to hear the correction of the Lord? Yeah. Am I willing to trust in the Lord? Am I going to draw near to God? Because he's calling me. And it makes me think this. If, if I'm a believer, he's calling me. It makes me think about James chapter four, where James says, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That's a great promise to remember. James goes on and he says, come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Mm. Humble yourselves before the Lord. And he will lift you up. Hmm. I think there's a great correlation between the first couple of verses and the eighth verse of let me humble myself before the Lord today. Let me receive his correction. Let me trust in him. Let me draw near to him. And let me wait for it. And he will show up. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's just really, really important to not get uh, overwhelmed by the daunting task of forever. Yeah. And let's just take it back to today. Amen. So that is, our, I think, a great encouragement to take. Yeah, that's a great word. Let's receive his correction, trust in him, and draw near to him today. Amen. Man. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Thomas Nelson. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant. And Our Daily Rhythm
0: is a ministry of our church designed to help you